Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, me familia, and to all those seen and unseen, known and unknown, heard and unheard, in alignment for divine law and order. <laughs> what is he doing? Is he praying? <laughs> it's about that time. Yes, I teased the other day that I was going to be recording an episode on the subject matter of transhumanism or transhuman. I don't understand the need the want or desire maybe there's some aspects of this um this journey or this this hypothesis or maybe it's a reality that i don't know of yet maybe some people are already living in a world where they're in tune or in sync with with um, ai in such a way that my brain can't fathom i must give you all a heads up by the way this is going to be all over the place do not expect any kind of structure there might be some structure it's just me having a conversation Maybe I'm subconsciously alarmed, panicking, afraid, worried about the mark of the beast, or just, you know, I don't, I don't, maybe because I don't like the idea or I can't understand it, so I'm panicking. And my brain's like, you know what, you have, you have a microphone, turn it on and record. You know, you've created a YouTube channel. You, you can record this and put it up there and get some views. Or maybe it's a real issue. Maybe transhumanism is a real problem. I've found a video I'd like to share with you. How absurd of me. I do apologize. First of all, I should have introduced myself. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your one and only intergalactic, interdimensional cosmic host, the Cosmic Jedi. Well, as I said earlier on, this show will be all over the place. Anything and everything I, I, I might bring up or will bring up has some connection. Everything is connected, basically. Put it that way. Everything is connected. And um, if you're not one for uh, my style of podcasting, I advise you now to reverse the spaceship in which you brought here to listen to my show, to evacuate the premises immediately. Once again, evacuate the premises immediately. Because this show is about to get rocky. I'm already three minutes in and I'm already monologuing like um, <laughs> no man's business. <laughs> Oh, I love doing these things, man. I do my best to prep, don't get me wrong. And I've realized that I'm the kind of being that not every everything I prep goes according to plan, which is cool. I have no issue with it. I'm I'm very cool and, and at ease with going with the flow, with the cosmic flow. So I, I've got some notes at least, you know, just to give me a little guideline or guidelines to maintain so I'm not all over the place. I've got notes. I've got notes, you know what I mean? You know. But it's still going to be all over the place because I know how I am and my all over, my all over the placeness might look like um, disorder or chaos of someone, whereas where it's coming from is orderly and um, has its own divine chaos, not chaos in the sense of destruction, but divine. That's another topic for another day. I got to move my phone away. See messages coming through. Isn't that funny? When you start to record your sweet podcast, they want to not start talking to you and tapa 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 shut it place. Right. I'll be asking some questions and if you would if you don't mind answering them how you feel, how you think about them. And these are the things I'm gonna to be touching on as well. Thought, feeling, uh, truth, fact. These words, you know, words association that connotate certain things. Words association in terms of um, for example, when I say Jesus, the image that comes to mind is not um a short Chinese, Japanese woman. When I say Jesus, the first image that comes to your mind is not of a woman, it's of a Caucasian male. Yes? Yes. If I say Dumbledore, you don't imagine Malcolm X, for example. 
So word association is important. These are things I'll bring up um, on this show. This is the first of many, I hope. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's the first of many because it is it's something I have not grasped. I have not grasped fully. So I'm not going to start giving you some bibliography of different books I've read and different authors I've read. So please do not expect that. If you have any form of expectations, I advise you just reverse yourself and dip out. This show is not for you. But if you're cool with my, like I said, my style of podcasting and you're here to ponder and, you know, if this show leaves you pondering more or researching more and understanding more or getting you to, you know, watch a few movies I'm going to mention or rewatch them, then I'm glad to be of service. This is a good sign. Oh, heads up. Uh, I, just, I watched uh, Moonfall yesterday. So you guys should check out Moonfall. It's an interesting movie. I have a theory of those kind of movies, like um, disaster movies or certain types of disaster movies, like the 2012 movie that came out. After watching Moonfall yesterday, light bulb went off in my head. My pineal gland was twinging. My third eye was twingling. I was like, yo, dude, there's something here, man. There's something here, man. All these disaster movies, you watch them and you think, oh my God, it's so plain and basic. But I imagine they made shit for a reason. So you miss the message. You watch it and think, oh, that was a crappy movie. But deep down inside, there's a hidden message for people that's gone way over their head because of the crappy acting. But that's just my theory. Just a theory. Just a theory. Isn't what? Isn't that what they, what people say when you want to hide the truth? You hide it in plain sight in, in some way, shape or form where people can't, you know, can't deny that you weren't warned about certain things coming up and blah, blah, blah. Right? I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but actually, you know what? I'll spoil it. So spoilers ahead for Moonfall in five, four, three two and one i mean moonfall wasn't short of the typical trope we're used to hearing when it comes to artificial intelligence i mean it's certain aspects of the movie was boring but the ai part was very interesting because even when the ai would form particular shapes they looked very um geometric like kaleidoscopes something that nature itself would form i found that part interesting even the color it used green when it when it was um when it expressed like a final form to kill or, or, or something it's weird there was always this green glow inside it i mean its whole outside form based on its nan nanotechnology structure it's all black but sometimes it, it would glow green from the inside which i found very interesting maybe it looked ominous when it came to um designing it but I find certain choices of colors for artificial intelligence or robots like that interesting when green is used. Red is the typical, isn't it? Red is the evil eye, red eye, uh, robot with red eyes like Terminator. So red makes sense. Red for the lightsaber of the Sith and yada yada yada. It's standard, something we're used to when it comes to going to movies and whatnot. But I found green to be an interesting color. So I'll be pitching some questions to you guys, like I said. This will be an ongoing series on this transhumanism. <clears throat> I have a video to play for you guys that I find disturbing. Very, very disturbing. Now let us begin. Wait, 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 wait. My apologies again. I'm interrupting my own show. Before I begin, let me just give you guys a heads up or another heads up. A small story. A small story of mine. When I was a teenager in, in school in this country, I wasn't very good at science. Or should I say I wasn't taught science properly the way I can understand it. But that could sound like I'm blaming the teacher or blaming the curriculum, which I technically am. But you know, you could argue that I wasn't applying myself correctly or properly like every other student because everyone else passed the class. I mean, though, like two, maybe two or five of us that didn't really do well in the class, but um, I didn't I didn't do well. And I love science. I love, love, love science. But I definitely concluded that the way science was being taught 
in that school or in that particular class by that particular teacher wasn't taught well in the way that I could understand it. And that's, I just thought I'd throw that little story there. So that way, when I begin my discussion, in-depth discussion, whatever, whatever you want to call it, when I begin, you would then consider the story I told you previously. Oh, we remember he got an E in science, right? Because he didn't, he didn't pass. He didn't pass his science class. He was not a scientist. I, I don't have a secret lab where I can go and test things out, <laughs> but I have a brain that I can at least use to sit down and, and assess information you know, let it rummage around in my mind and ponder certain hypotheses or theories or discussions or whatever scientific um, findings are out there. Yeah, thought I'll just leave that there before I begin playing this video to you all. Now let's sit back and enjoy the ride, shall we? Now let us begin. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's mm. What do you guys feel about that? In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. Some of the words this guy uses make me wonder. These are the kind of people I don't trust when it comes to scientists. Obviously, I know not every science scientist on the planet, male or female, has the same mindset as this person. I don't know if he's just a, a front runner or a, a, a person. I don't, I mean, I've not Googled this guy. Yuvavi, name it Yuval, Yuval, Yuval Harari. I've not Googled him, I've not researched him. I'm just talking about his, his, uh, his message he's put in this video. I mean, he sat here with this person interviewing him for a reason. He was recorded for a reason. And this um, footage or interview was aired for a reason. So I'm talking about this video for a reason. And other things that that uh, that pertain to this to this ideology this guy is mentioning. Remember that I have not said I'm a certified scientist, nor have I said I am a scientist. We are merely having a discussion. So, you watching this video, watching this part of the video, I just pause. How do you feel? Anyone who's listening and watching, how do you feel about what he said? Some people don't really care, and it's and there's nothing right or wrong about that because there are other things to worry about in the world, other other big things to focus on in the world. And that's one of my issues as well. The fact that people like him exist is already, it's fascinating to me how, how God is just producing, <laughs> how God is just producing different kinds of beings is something else, man. It's something else. These are the kind of people that would, would tell you we want to produce something for the planet that's going to better the planet and they'll call it plastic. And then 15, 20 years down the line, they'll say, oh guys, 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 you know what, this plastic thing it's a mistake. What? I mean, did you guys know it was a mistake when, when you intended to create it or you, you just didn't care or you you really didn't know? So first first point or first word I'd like to throw out is intelligence. Let me ask, ask you all who are listening. What is intelligence? What do you think intelligence is? What do you feel intelligence is? So what is intelligence? What do you think it is? And what do you feel it is? And, and let me even add a last one. What do you know intelligence to be? 
to me, this dude doesn't, he doesn't come across as intelligent to me. Shoot, you could argue that I'm not intelligent. You could argue that from your perspective, I don't seem intelligent. I don't sound intelligent or you don't deem me a, a, as, as an authority of intelligence, nor have I said that I'm an authority of intelligence. The way he just described what he's, what, what he among other people are feeling in terms of um, transhumanism or the, the, the future of mankind. It's, 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 yeah, I don't even know how, how to, how to address it. Maybe I should go back to the start again so I can just hackable, hackable. He says we're hackable. We're hackable. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will. They have this soul, spirit and free will. So should we deduce that he's not religious then? Is, is it safe to do that? Should we, or shall we all agree? Or let's assume he's not religious. Let's assume he's not fully in any particular world or known world religion, right? Let's assume that. Nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether... I'm going to be very nitpicky, by the way, in, in, in breaking down this video. Very, very nitpicky. So if that frustrates you or irritates you, as I said earlier on, get in your spaceship and reverse thyself from this podcast and conversation. Whether in the supermarket, this is my free will. That's over. Free will is... it's That's over then. So free will is is over. Based on his discussion, next thing now, it's... it's um. It's hacking the human being. Should we look at the pros and cons of hacking? Shall we? The pros and cons of hacking. If he was to pitch this idea to people who are into sci-fi, um, fictional stories, Robocop, Terminator, someone was born with one good eye and one bad eye. And he and his crew, you know, come down and say, we can, we can help you out. We can improve your eyesight. You were born with one eye functioning and the other eye dead. We can give you better vision in the other eye. I can imagine there are people who will take that offer. And there's, and there's nothing wrong or right. The person wants to see again or wants to see with the other eye. That, that's a pros, right? That's a pros. Somebody um, who's got memory problems, then you know, they can go to this this guy and his team and they'll help him with memory problems. Somebody has emotional problems or traumatic issues they want to deal with, they can help him out. That's a pros. Someone who's got childhood trauma that they're not really comfortable with going to a therapist, whether whether it's painful one or it's a free one or it's provided that where the government or institutions will help with the costs and whatnot. They, they just don't want to or don't feel like going to therapy. They need it though, but for some reason or reasons, they're not comfortable and people like that should not be forced in the first place. This guy comes up to them and say, says we have a system where we can help you we'll put a chip in you or whatever, whatever it is, whether it's, it's an elixir or it's nano, it's a nano bot thing. You drink a, a glass of nano liquid and it goes into your mind, into your bloodstream, into your wherever, whatever, whatever. We can help you deal with these childhood traumas. If it's negative thoughts you're having, we can help suppress them or every time a negative thought comes, it instantly turns into a positive thought. Every time you 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 get sad, you instantly become happy. You don't have to think about it anymore. It's now on auto mode. That's the pros, right? I mean, isn't that, that doesn't that sound cool? Childhood traumas you suppressed unknowingly, of course, your subconscious. This allows you to go into your subconscious and become active in your subconscious. To say, ah, this is where I buried this thing. You confront it. You can have conversations with your self, your inner self, your inner child. 
maybe someone who had issues with his parents, his or her parents have passed away. They, they have no way of venting that anger. This guy comes to them and says, we have a system where you can go into your mind, into your memories. It'll be painful because you're going to, you know, relive those memories. But the, the good part is you're an adult now or you're grown now. So you'll be able to stand beside your child self and talk to your parents. You probably want to kick their ass, maybe, maybe whatever. It's, it's your mind, it's your world. And you want to talk to them, you want to vent out your anger, you want to cuddle your, your inner child, you want to play with your inner child. And then this guy system says, whatever you, you teach your inner child will, Im will impress on your current mind. So let's say you wanted to play chess a lot, but um, you were told, you know, the person was told that they will never be smart enough to play chess. Then this person meets this dude and his team, you know, he hacks into them and then the, the, they teach themselves or the inner child chess. And then this dude and his team says, when you come out of that um, system based on the hacking program, you will know how to play chess like Neo, like Matrix. When he got jacked in and he got taught Kung Fu, what, what, how many hours? Didn't, he didn't need to move his body, his mind, learn how to, how to fight. Now, is it Kung Fu? No, it's Jiu Jitsu. Let me get it correct. Watch that movie so many times I said Kung Fu. He learned Jiu Jitsu through the hackable system, through the AI, through jacking into the system, into the matrix. And that seems pretty cool. You don't have to sweat. You don't have to go to a space studio, smell, stink up the place, smell other people, people's sweat splashing on you. Yes, yeah, I mean, some people are like that. Some people don't even like water touching them sometimes. Some people don't like rain. Some people are highly irritated by rain. So this, you know, th this, this thing sounds cool, right? That's a pros. Is that enough pros? Should we mention more pros? Someone loses um, sensation in a part of their body. And then this guy and his team come and help him out to regain and improve sensation. Someone says some of the, one, of, one or two of the senses is, is lacking. So, so this guy and his team comes to this person or these persons improves their sense of smell, the sense of taste. Ooh, 1111. Hello there. The sense of touch. The hearing. They can hear things that only dogs can hear. They can hear things that only birds can hear. They can feel the electric, electric, electromagnetic waves around us. They can feel sound waves. They can interact with the waves around them. I mean, already people have little chips inside them that open the doors and People have magnets inside them where they can sense electrical currents and the wall and here and there. They can sense Wi-Fi waves. Yeah. Could we do that before though? Before this hacking, before any chips inside? I mean, no one can open a door before this hacking thing. I mean, my bad. We could all open doors with handles built <laughs> or fingerprint sensors and whatnot. I mean, is, is it is it even bad? Is it even a bad thing that, that this hackable um, idea exists already? I mean, with the law of probability, I'll apply it here and say there's probably people who already knee deep into what this guy is talking about. And that's that's their life. And they're happy. This guy didn't say he's going to force it on all human beings on the planet. He's just talking just as I'm just talking. But the same way when plastic was first created, I like to go back to the people who um, Occupy this planet way back when who lived in harmony way back when with nature I'm not saying they didn't have little wars tribal wars little fights in-house whatever you want to call it I'm not saying there were no wars battles fought in any way shape and form but 
an intelligent person, a wise enough person, let me not say people who can't see it are not intelligent, can look back and say, hmm, despite the ups and downs of these people, this collective people on the planet in different parts of the world, you can see in their history and their records that they lived long, they lived well, the food that they were eating differed, of course, but you can see that even if they were eating meat, for example, they weren't overindulging. And those that did learn from the experiences, documented it and said, this is why you don't overindulge, yada, yada, yada. Those who chose veganism, blah, blah, blah. They never went around telling people, you must eat this way or we'll kill you. You must follow our culture or traditions or we'll kill you. You must do this this way because we know this is the only way to do it or we'll kill you and rape you and pillage you. They never went around doing that. Otherwise, they wouldn't have built great civilizations. What I'm trying to convey here is that there's no known record so far of ancient civilizations, Africans, Mayans, Aztec, whatever different variants of Africans we had on the planet. Um, there's no known record so far. I'm not an archaeologist, but I understand there's no known record so far of certain items being produced in their civilization, such as plastic, for example, because the way they lived expressed a level of intelligence that would they know they did not need to produce things like that because there was no need for them. And by observing that, you can observe that these people lived in harmony with nature as best as possible. So that's what I would deem as intelligence. But that's my take on it. How you feel is different from me, of course. You might feel otherwise. Fast forward to our current situation. You can look back and say, okay, certain things that have been going on on the planet shouldn't have been um, agreed upon in the first place. And I'm talking about people in a particular position of power. And when you start bringing up things like politics and whatnot, you, I, can almost, I can almost hear the rebuttal. Why don't you get into politics yourself and fix it and change it? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll do what I can, where I can, how I can, and when I can in conjunction with the Most High as best as I can, rather than serving an agenda that isn't my own or isn't connected to people who are like-minded like me or people who came way before me and lived far better than I than I am currently or than we are collectively. I like to see the pros and cons of a people, of a collective people who lived before me, how they lived, how they served their purpose, and how they dealt with conflicts, wars, invasion, how they, they dealt with greed, with all the, the low or base, base human emotions or base human um, attitude, and then how they improved upon themselves. Because the next argument is, yeah, we're all human, right? So every human being has some form of greed, put them in the right situation. I don't even understand what put them in the right situation means or put them in the right, right um, environment and, and see what happens. If you put a flea inside a jar, who the hell is putting fleas inside a jar? And why are you capturing fleas? and putting them in jars in the first place, only to learn that, okay, if you if you cap them, then that, that natural vertical jump they have becomes diminished because you put them in, in it. yes, duh. If you put someone inside a situation where they're not going to be able to thrive properly, naturally, as the most high intended, of course, it's going to impact their progression, their growth. This is simple. The same way with the crabs in the barrel, who's putting crabs in barrels? Why, why, are you, why, do, why do people, like this dude exists where instead of it's like they're bored with what nature has to offer they're uncomfortable they're dissatisfied the same person who wants to say they want to improve a fruit and genetically modify it no one's asked for these things but they're doing it where other people are saying please cure cancer cure aids you know destroy this disease and destroy this virus no 
someone is sat here thinking, yeah, hackable human beings. That's the next level. That's the future. Just sat, sat wherever you sat in your special room or your head, then you're feeling, yeah, yeah, you want to enter human beings mind. If he had said hackable humans so we can heal people from emotional trauma and abuse, sadness, fear, worry, overindulgence in certain things that we shouldn't be indulging in in the first place. I'd have been like, okay, that's a nice pitch. That sounds like a good idea. Maybe give me a demo, you know, give me a schematics. Let me see how the AI works. Let me see how the UI works. Let me see how the system runs. What's the pros and cons? Is it a permanent thing? Will it hurt? You know, give me a, 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 a holographic uh, display of it. And then, you know, give everyone the pros and cons who want to do a test run first. But uh, even a test run sounds weird because uh, you don't want to make it look like it's guinea pig nonsense. Testing on animals is already wrong. For me personally, I feel that's wrong. You might agree with it, you know, hey, to each his own. So I would want to approach this guy and say, yeah, you know what? Let me let me hear you run some tests on other people first. And then it, it goes well on one, doesn't go well on the other. You're like, okay, it's a 50-50 chance. Now, if you say it's 100% guaranteed, my next question is, have you applied it on yourself? I can see there's a ring thing. He has a ring on his um, wedding marriage finger. So he's married based on what we're seeing. My next question is, okay, have you applied this um, program and system on yourself? Even if he had said he's hacked himself or he's creating something where he's working on himself first, he's using himself as the first basis. Because I don't like the word testing. Now back to the word association thing again. You know what I'm trying to say? When I hear test subject, that never that doesn't sound positive to me. Even though it's just literally a person who has um, agreed to be to have tests run on him or her and agree to the pros and cons or to whatever might happen, bad or good. If he had added in this conversation, even though we haven't finished the video, yeah, 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 for sure. I'm even working on myself and uh, we'll see how it goes. My wife is next. And after my wife, um, you know, successfully takes the program, then our children are next. Then I'd be like, all right, could this, this dude is serious. But not just say it, don't get me wrong. Just because you've said something on camera doesn't mean I'm, I'm, you know, you've said it, then we'll see it. We'll see it in action. You're going to record yourself before, maybe any, any anxieties you had. Maybe he used to be afraid of spiders. He had a, you know, a massive, massive um, arachnophobia. He takes his own program. He does his own hacking, self-hacking, doesn't fear spiders anymore. He lays with them. He sits with them. Uh, his wife doesn't like snakes. You put a snake next to her, she faints instantly. Then we do a testing. We test her heart rate. Is she faking it? Has she taken any food that slowed down the heart rate? Blah, blah, blah. We'll do all the tests we need to do. We run every test till it's conclusive. So we know there's no foul play. And because it's his program, he has to be very transparent. So we have his wife incubated in a system, maybe in a, in a room that we can all come and see almost like a little zoo thing for like a good three weeks just to make sure she's not being tampered with in terms of giving her food to suppress the fear she has of the snakes. And every time the show is snakes, she passes out and it's authentic, it's legit, she's really fainting. Good. Then he puts his wife in the program, however long it takes to take effect. Cool. Then we bring in the same snake or the same family of snakes, or maybe it's any snake she sees she, she, she's done. Then she has no reaction. She remembers that she has a fear. This doesn't wipe your memory, but his hacking deals with the fear, right? Now he didn't say, he didn't mention all these things, but that's why I'm saying pros and cons. If he had pitched these ideas that this is what the hacking thing he's talking about is going to be, you know, some people argue that this is not bad. This sounds like a good deal. I can get rid of my fear of height. That vertigo shit hits me hard so I can, you know, get into an airplane with my crew or with with a crew and do some um, skydiving, bungee jumping, 
can go snorkeling. Some people are afraid of swimming, they fear of drowning. And this helps them. Nice pros, man. Some people are afraid of, of, of venturing out to do their own business. Um, like me, I've, I've got personal fears of, of um, <laughs> imposter syndrome. You could, uh, you know, get me on the program. Done. Not shy who? Introvert where? Nah. There'll be no such thing as introvert and extrovert. Well, I guess extrovert would just be a neutral thing because everyone else just be extroverted. Introverts would be like, yeah, please sign me up in the program. I'm tired of being shy. No anxiety. No more fears. No more worries. I guess that will fix the stupid decisions some governments make, some scientists make, right? There's no more issues with plastic anymore because maybe he can even create a, a, a situation where some of these, these politicians take uh, this program, they get hacked into, and they're not making dumb decisions anymore. Instantly. The world needs to stop production of plastic instantly. Anywhere in the world, stop it now. Instant. Damn, son. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Then the earth is happy. She's cool. We're not having to deal with plastic or landfills anymore. We're smarter at recycling because we've been hacked into by this guy and his team. Yeah. That's a nice prose. I like the prose. What could go wrong? Especially if it's transparent. What could go wrong? I might as well end the show right now. There's nothing. Nothing could go wrong. How can anything like this guy just mentioned? What could go wrong? No free will, like you said, it's over. Nothing wrong with that. How many times have you watched David Attenborough and every other History Channel and Nature Channel show that says the bees have a hive mind? They all work for the queen. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. They're serving their purpose, their divine purpose. None of them is thinking of a Ferrari, Bugatti, uh, high life that, you know, that, 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 that costs an arm and a leg or doesn't. It's funny how I go to Ferrari and Bugatti. Maybe I have subconscious issues or subliminal issues with those, with those, uh, or with that kind of lifestyle, but that's neither here nor there. So you take away the free will or that's over. He didn't say take away the free will, he said that's over. So free will is over. I assume it's hive mind now. I assume. Well, I guess we'll watch the video and see what else he says. Free will is over. What does that mean? Free will is over. So, yeah, you, the, free will is over. Should, should, should we ponder on that? Should we marinate on that? Mr. Yuval Harari says free will is over. Hmm. Do animals have free will? Are they operating based on a programming? Or do, do animals have intelligence? Or everything they do is just based on their programming. I mean, we didn't make animals. Human beings did not make any animals. Maybe splicing, mixed breeding, yeah. But to create an animal from scratch, as the Most High has created animals. Now that is a massive no-no. Let's stick with this guy's video. Free will, it's over. We have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have mm. to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. I, who's, who's, <laughs> where are these, uh, who's saying these, the, anyway. Crisis is an opportunity to also do re good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But he, okay, I'm confused. Good reforms that in normal times people wouldn't agree to. 
when it's when something is is it good from your perspective or good that we can all sit down and say yes this is a good idea this is a wise idea this is a smart idea this is an intelligent idea this will not cause us any harm on each other ourselves and others the animals and the planet plastic isn't a good idea it's about to get like a rant right now so get ready for the rant people clean out your ears so i can rant in your ears you beautiful people open wide (laughs) don't make me laugh good reform that people wouldn't agree to those two things don't sound right to my ears it's good then why wouldn't we agree to it oh is it just just that human nature i don't like it so therefore i don't agree with it but it's good for you I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to partake in it, but it's good for you. Well, I don't want, it's a free will, but he just said free will is over. Let's continue. But in a crisis, you see, we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. Vaccine won't help us go the to vaccine the test, of course. The vaccine will help us, of course. It will make things, you know, more manageable. Surveillance. Mm. People could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of part one. Stay tuned for part two, coming soon. How did you like this conversation or discussion? Hmm? Let me know what you think and what you feel. Hope to hear from you soon. Laters.